Oh, no, I do. It is a two knock. They wanted to. There we go. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I'm calling the January 11th, 2024 meeting of the TJPA Board of Directors to order. I am Raphael Mandelman. I serve as board vice chair. This board meeting is being held in person in San Francisco City Hall, room 416. Members of the public may attend the meeting in person, watch on SF Cable channel 78, 28, or 99, depending on your provider, or visit the SFGovTV website, www.sfgovtv.org, to stream the live meeting. Madam Secretary, please call the roll. Thank you, Vice Chair Mandelman. Uh, prior to call, calling roll, I'll note that Chair G and Director Jean-Baptiste are absent, and thank you, Director Ambiel, for sitting in as Director Eltawansi's alternate. Uh, with that, Director Ambiel. Here. Ambiel present. Director Forbes. Here. Forbes present. Director Lipkin. Present. Lipkin present. Director Syed. Present. Syed present. Director Tumlin. Present. Tumlin present. And Vice Chair Mandelman. Present. Mandelman present as well. Directors, we have a quorum. Should I call your next item? Please do. All righty. Communications, item three. Uh, we would like to note the process for members of the public to make public comment. Members of the public may comment on the meeting during public comment periods, in person or remotely. The call-in line is provided as a courtesy, and its availability may be disrupted due to technical difficulties or otherwise. In-person public comment will be taken first. Remote public comment will be taken after. The public call-in uh, line is printed on the agenda, and dialing instructions should be scrolling at the bottom of the screen on SFGovTV. Uh, also been informed that the closed captioning is not functioning, and so I wanted to make folks aware of that. Uh, with that, are there any other communications? Seeing none, call your next item. Yep, please do. Item four is Board of Directors new and or old business. And directors, I'm not aware of any. Seeing none, item five is the Executive Director's Report. Good morning, directors. Happy New Year. Nice to see you all. It's been a busy 2023 at the TJPA, and we've got a little overview of the highlights by section to share with you shortly, and as well as a few things to look forward to throughout uh, 2024. Before I do so, a couple of quick things. Uh, first, our annual CAC, Citizens Advisory Committee Recruitment, is underway, um, and uh, we'll kick off this Friday, January 12th. We'll have seven seats available for the opportunity um, for current members to reapply for six of those seats with one uh, member terming out. We invite the community to submit their application for this exciting opportunity to serve and make an impact to the neighborhood's economic recovery and bring rail into downtown San Francisco and connect it to the state's future rail system. You can find more information on our new updated website at tjpa.org. Second, a copy of the project labor agreement status report has been provided in your packet. We continue to thank our labor partners for their partnership and support of the portal, as well as for helping us to exceed the apprenticeship usage rate for tenant improvement construction. Uh, at an 18% utilization rate. And finally, a couple of thank yous. I want to thank Director Syed for stepping up to join the ad hoc committee for the portal and our finance and facilities teams uh, for continu continuing to reduce our operating costs, including submission of today's proposed 24-2025 preliminary operating projection, uh, which shows a reduction of the projections shared with our primary tenants in September. And I also uh, look forward to introducing you to Shima Mirzai, our recommendation to fill the position as your next chief financial officer. So with that, uh, can we bring up the annual progress report and plan for 2024? Great. Um, 
Next slide, please. As I conclude my second year here at the TJPA, I find it helpful to remember uh, a quote that's often uh, resonated with me that we tend to overestimate uh, what we can do in the short term, one month, one year, and underestimate what we can do uh, in a longer term horizon. Uh, looking back over 2023 and ahead to 2024, I hope you'll agree that we have much to be proud of and we are looking forward to compounding on those successes as we advance the project. Um, it's worth remembering the threefold vision of the Transbay program, two of which are almost nearly complete, uh, which is the transit connections through the Multimodal Salesforce Transit Center and the creation and activation of the transit-oriented neighborhood with housing, open space, and retail. Um, and we continue to advance uh, the third, which is to connect Caltrain and high-speed rail service into the center, uh, into downtown through the portal project. Um, as we continue to work through a prolonged downtown recovery, it's also important to remember our role as a safe, clean, and free public venue with critical transit connectivity, daily free programming and activations, new retail openings and services, and of course our iconic rooftop park. Um, I now want to uh, invite our section leads up to discuss the accomplishments by division of the TJPA, uh, both accomplishments in 2023 and goals for 2024. Um, so if we could start off with Ari Walsh, our facilities director, on what's happening at the center. Good morning, directors and Vice Chair Mandelman. I'm Ari Walsh, TJPA facility director, and happy to be with you here in 2024. Uh, so our Accomplishments for 2023, we hosted over 650 free public programs in the park, uh, bringing over 35,000 attendees to programs specifically. Uh, new tenants open for business, Per Diem, Tycoon Kitchen, and Charlie's Cheesesteaks, which is great. And we also had more than 1 million visits to the Salesforce Transit Center and park in total over the calendar year 2023. Uh, one other thing that we got done was our wayfinding software update, which will be complemented in 2024 with a new hardware update to make the software run appropriately. Also for 2024, we are looking to grow our attendance to the free activities, uh, host more higher quality programs, and open four new spaces for business. I also want to qualify that and say if we can get to five, six, 10, we will add them, absolutely. Uh, and then we also want to make sure we continue to support downtown recovery with pop-ups, community events, and activation of underutilized spaces. With that, I will hand it off to Mr. Harris. Uh, good morning, um, Vice Chair, Mandel, and Directors. I'm Rodney Harris, I'm the Chief Security Officer for Transbay Joint Powers Authority. Uh, 2023 was a good year for, for uh, from a security uh, perspective. Um, we hosted the Federal Emergency Administration uh, back in March. Uh, thus, um, that led to the creation of us uh, kicking off a assessment, which was the Public Transportation Risk Assessment uh, mo uh, Module, which was, uh, we was the first in the Bay Area to complete that last year. Also, we received the uh, transportation security grant, which about $110,000. That allowed us to offset some of the costs from operators. Um, we're going to use that money to upgrade our access control servers. We had a high-profile apprehension by a wanted person by SFPD, um, and that was uh, as a result of the individual wanted out of Santa Rosa area. 
And then uh, we're going to continue to maintain our monthly security meetings with our operators. And we do this every month. Um, and I know this past December, uh, the Federal Transportation Administration issued a press release uh, regarding the increase in operator uh, assaults. And so these things that we talk about on a monthly basis, we talk about that with Muni, with Kim, from Muni, with uh, um, um, uh, uh, Marla from uh, AC Transit, and so on and so forth. So we always, you know, try to, you know, meet every month, and then we talk about issues that may impact their operations so that we can adjust our operations accordingly. And so now that we're in 11 days into 2024, we're off to another good year for the TJPA as it relates to uh, security. We were selected by Department of Homeland Security for um, the transportation, uh, I mean, correction, for the intermodal uh, security training and exercise program. This program is going to involve all the operators. It's going to involve CHP, uh, uh, San Francisco Police Department, the FBI, uh, our uh, uh, adjoining neighbors 181, J. Paul, and Boston Properties. Um, TSA headquarters will be on site February the 7th when we'll kick off this tabletop exercise. Uh, our good friends at Salesforce Corporate Security is going to host uh, this. We're going to have an upwards of about 60 uh, participants. Uh, and so we're really going to have a real good uh, opportunity to test our emergency plans uh, and then uh, and to, to see how what kind of response we're going to get from the various participants. Um, we're going to continue to uh, apply for this uh, the transportation security grant again this year. We're looking to do another project uh, to, again to offset operators' costs uh, from uh, from a capital perspective. Uh, and then we're you know working on our safety and security plan. Uh, we're going to increase professional development uh, with contract security. I know we talked. I talked about this last year. We had two individuals. One was Chappelle Taylor, who was a, a, a supervisor, contract security supervisor. She went on to be Contra Costa Sheriff Deputy Nick Feeney, who came from our security operations center. He went on to become a BART police officer. And so we're going to continue to do that because if we can, if we do that, then you know people will have more buy-in for contract security uh, as it relates to our security program. Uh, and then we're going to procure some additional security equipment. Uh, we, we do have some um, equipment as far as cameras and, and some other physical security systems devices that are at end of life. And so we're going to uh, continue to procure some equipment to mitigate some of the risk. And then we're going to continue to maintain synergy between our security operations team, SFPD, uh, oper uh, operators, tenants, and neighbors. Uh, uh, we want to continue to have that public-private partnership with our um, um, neighbors, such as Boston Property, 181, Kilroy, uh, Black Rock, those uh, um, uh, private uh, organizations that are adjacent to the uh, transit center. Um, and that's all that I have. Thank you. I think next to Ed Sum, our facilities director. Or excuse me, Chief Engineer. Good morning, Directors. Happy New Year. Edmund Sun, Chief Engineer with the agency. Uh, it has been a pleasure to transition from the vision of the TJPA agency from the planning, design, construction, and to the operations of the Transit Center. Uh, for the 2023 year with that transition to operation, I wanted to highlight a few couple of key uh, things that we've been doing, not only supporting the tenant improvements and the uh, capital improvements to keep the center in good repair, instead of good repair, um, but also to uh, test, inspect, and certify key systems. So in that supportive role of tenant improvements, we've been able to open up uh, 
a number of restaurants uh, in the 2023 year. They are operating successfully and also to commission them uh, in partnership with our, uh, the Department of Building Inspection and the Fire Department to make sure that our tenant, uh, our, our um, uh, occupancy is good. Now for those core systems, we've been able to uh, shut down the power at the transit center in late April in two weekends. And we were fortunate to work with our transit operators uh, to do those two weekend closures. So then, uh, we were quite nervous at that time because it had been five to six years since we had, had uh, opened the power for the transit center and we make sure that all the panels and electrical systems, the lugs for those breakers are all in good in a good state of repair and, and able to replace any of those key features. Uh, for our fire life safety systems, we were able to test a number of valves and other systems and able to do a, our five-year certification for those. For the 2024 year, we aim to continue to keep the uh, transit center in good operations, uh, making sure that we have any engineering aspects in an efficient manner to support our facility operations as well as security. Thank you very much for your time. Next, we have Alfonso Rodriguez, our DTX uh, portal product director. Good morning. I got to say 2023 was quite a year for the portal project, and I'm really proud of the project team's work. Um, we completed our 30% design and submitted to FTA a revised cost estimate, which included the construction cost of the Salesforce Transit Center train box, and that allowed us to use $729 million of already spent funds as local match for our grant that we're working through. Um, related to the federal grant, we requested entry into the engineering phase of the program. And I wanted to point out, requesting entry is more than just a letter. It was actually the culmination of two years worth of work um, with our integrated project management team and our partnering agencies. And with a little back and forth with the FTA, we did receive FTA's program management oversight consultant's favorable assessment indicating that we met all the technical requirements to enter the engineering phase of the grant. Now, assuming FTA's concurrence with a favorable project rating, we expect to hear from them very soon whether we are able to enter that next phase of the program. Um, we were also su successful in receiving a California Transit and Intercity Rail Program grant, which provides a steady steam of stream of funding for design. And we also began our construction procurement process with qualification submittal uh, expected at the end of this month. And that's for the largest construction element of our project, which is the tunnel and station excavation scope of work. We continue to develop our construction contracts for a progressive design build delivery method and, and the other methods of work. Our construction industry outreach events conducted last year were well attended, and there continues to be good interest out there in the construction community on our project. So turning the page for this year, we'll launch our right-of-way program. We'll continue with design of our advanced works construction contracts, that work that needs to precede the major construction scope elements. We'll continue to work closely with Caltrain and complete our master cooperative agreement. And we'll continue to look for ways to reduce the cost of our portal project. And these are activities that we'll perform this year. That concludes my update. Thank you. And finally, Lily Magis Wu, our Communications and Legislative Affairs Director. 
Good morning, directors. Happy New Year. Um, in 2023, um, in relation to the portal, we rolled out the rebranding. Um, we also developed an outreach plan for the portal, which we sent to the FTA, and they just approved, which is great. And along with that, we launched a new TJPA website. As you can see here on the bottom right hand, that's our, um, uh, I'm sorry, homepage. Um, in 2023, it was a big year for tours. Uh, we hosted over 50 tours. In years past, we hosted many tours, but in this case, 50 tours with 650 total attendees, which included youth, students during the summer. The tours also included FTA representatives from both Region 9 and also headquarters from DC. Um, we also had acting US Labor Secretary Julie Su um, come and visit, along with our partners, SF Building Trades Council. Um, we also have a, a memorandum of understanding with SF City Guides, um, our partnership, and they hosted public tours, which were over 90 and about 800 participants, which basically brought a lot of people out as we have our public events, um, our programming and activities. And um, this tied in um, well with our September transit month with our transit partners. We had them table and provide a lot of the information as a transit facility, and we we actually hosted um, the top 25 riders into our center just in December, which is really great, and we hope to um, work more with the SF Transit riders um, to get more word out about the transit facility. In 2024, we um, continue. We will continue to expand our center branding and marketing as we have more openings um, of retail spaces, more activities, more programming, um, increased community engagement on our services and activities, including the tours, and of course, increase the portal um, project outreach accordingly as we're out in the community. Thank you. Thank you, directors. This concludes the items under my executive director's report, and the team and I are happy to take any questions or comments you may have. Right, and this is the moment where I get to ask my colleagues if anyone has any questions or comments. Dr. Tumlin. Uh, yes, I've got a question. So yesterday, the governor announced the new budget cuts to deal with the, what is it, 30, 38 Nine. something yeah. billion. Uh, dollars of de deficit in the state budget. And Director Syed and I are very grateful that uh, transit operating relief was not included among the cuts. But one of the things that was included in the cuts is the TERSIT program, uh, taking one, cutting $1 billion from next year's TERSIT program and pushing that, whatever that means, uh, into 24-25. So I just, I want to understand from maybe Director Rodriguez or Executive Director Vanderwater, uh, if you have thoughts about what that means for the portal project. Uh, great question. The uh, governor's release and Cal STA's uh, announcement of the impacts to the agency um, characterized that as a deferral of the TERSIB funds rather than um, a cut, but it does put it out into future years, and it is one of the sources of matching funds for the portal project. So um, we'll be monitoring that along with other potential applicants to TIRCP. The backdrop, of course, is the legislature and the governor's office are currently considering an extension of the cap-and-trade program, which funds the TIRCP uh, pr program. Uh, I understand those are active, ongoing conversations. They could be concluded in this legislative session. Um, 
I'm hearing it could uh, likely, given the substance uh, behind that decision, carry into the next legislative session. Um, but that would allow for a continuation of the program, which would allow Cal STA to issue multi-year awards. Um, my understanding is starting this calendar year, 2024, the annual amount will decrease um, as a result of the fact that they've already issued several multi-year awards for things like BART core capacity and, and some of the larger uh, California projects. So that's something that we're not only just monitoring, but um, getting it actively engaged in, because um, that's one of the primary sources of state investment to, uh, to narrow our budget gap on the funding side so we can exercise our full funding grant agreement with the FTA. Thank you, Director Tumlin. Um, I think that's it for us, Madam Secretary. Thank you. We'll go ahead and check for public comment in the room. Looks like we have Mr. Patrick. Patrick, come on up. Hi, I'm Jim Patrick of Patrick and Company. I'd like to uh, go back to the Project Labor Agreement report, uh, if I could. Uh, as I've brought this attention to this board several times, uh, we've agreed to pay the highest cost for labor. And we're going to go out for an $8 billion bid, of which 80% or 85% of that is already guaranteed to be the highest cost of labor. How do you reconcile that problem? Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Patrick. Seeing other, no other members in the room that wishes to provide public comment, we'll check online. Seeing no members online that want to comment on that item. Moving to your next. Let's go to the next item. All right. Item six, directors, is the Citizens Advisory Committee update, and we have uh, Vice Chair Brian Shaw with us here this morning to address you. Morning, Vice Chair Mandelman, directors, Brian Shaw, Vice Chair of the TJPA Citizens Advisory Committee reporting on our meeting for January, which happened this past Tuesday with a quorum. We had a report from OCII with San Francisco on the Transbay Terminal Temporary Site and the plans to redevelop it. A CAC member rep recommended that the final design for the permanent park not preclude significant green space as the neighborhood currently lacks that amenity. A CAC member recommended that OCII come back to the CAC in the summer to update us on the status of the Heinz options for the housing elements as their final option expires in June. Another CAC member suggested that the project include an affordable grocery store for the community. We had the report that you just saw on this TJPA's annual progress and planned future activities. A CAC member pointed out that the braille in the elevators is mislabeled for certain floor buttons. A CAC member discussed how AC transit allows those experiencing homelessness who ride their buses until they go out of service in the middle of the night to be discharged at the transit center. TGPA security was going to investigate that issue. We also had our comments and agenda items and suggestions, and during that section, a CAC member suggested that AC Transit provide an update on the Transbase service and use of the facility as part of the realignment plan they're, they're working on right now. A CAC member brought up that AC Transit's realignment has two of three Transbay routes from Alameda being cut. 
And finally, staff recommended that the AC Transit Realignment Plan and the Bay Bridge Forward Project be combined for a future AC Transit presentation to the CAC sometime this year. That concludes my report. All right. No comments from directors. We'll check for public comment. Seeing none in the room. Checking online. There are no members of the public wishing to comment on that item. We can go ahead and move into uh, the next item. All right, item seven is public comment, an opportunity for members of the public to address the authority on uh, matters that are not on today's calendar, but within the authority's jurisdiction. Uh, we'll go ahead and check for members of the public um, in person, seeing none, checking online. Seeing no members of the public that wish to comment on that item either. Go ahead and move into your consent calendar. All right, uh, the consent calendar where all matters listed are considered to be routine and be acted upon by a single vote. There will be no separate discussion of the items unless a member of the board or the public so requests, in which event the matter would be removed from the consent calendar and considered separately. And um, directors have not received any indication that a member of the board or the public wishes to have any items considered separately. Checking online as well while we uh, scan the room. All right, with... No comment online either. Items 8.1, approving the minutes of the December 14, 2023 meeting. And item 8.2, ratification of board chair, continuation of an advisory ad hoc committee with directors John Baptiste, Lipkin, and Syed through the end of 2024 to assist the TGPA staff in negotiation and development of a master cooperative agreement with the Peninsula Corridor Joint Powers Board. Any comments or questions, colleagues, on the consent calendar? I don't see any. Is there a motion to approve item eight? I'll move the item, Tumlin. It's exciting. Is there a second? Second. From Forbes. Um, Thank Madam you. Madam Secretary, could you call the roll? Thank you. Uh, with the first and second, Director Forbes. Aye. Forbes, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Syed. Aye. aye. Syed, aye. Director Tumlin. Aye. Tumlin, aye. And, Mandel and Vice Chair Mandelman. Aye. Uh, Mandelman, I as well. The consent calendar is approved. I'd be very ecstatic to uh, go into your regular calendar and call the next item. Right. Please do. Thank you. All right. Uh, item nine is appointing Shima Murzai to the position of Chief Financial Officer for the TJPA. Directors, I'm excited to bring to you um, our candidate for the CFO, uh, our board officer to you, uh, and our new Chief Financial Officer, Shima Mirzai. Following extensive outreach, uh, more than 30 individuals submitted their resume and letters of interest for the position, uh, and Ms. Mirzai stood out among the applicants and was the unanimous selection of the interview panel and TJPA leadership. Her mix of strong technical skills, public finance and budgeting experience, including financing of major capital projects, technical accounting skills, hands-on management style and strong interpersonal skills, political acumen, problem-solving skills, and enthusiasm for the vision of the Returns Bay program set her apart as the best fit for the TJPA CFO position. She has extensive experience working in the public sector and most recently worked at the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency as their budget manager and held financial management roles at the Judicial Council of California and Air Resources Board. 
Ms. Merzai's resume is attached for review as well as the resolution recommending for her for your consideration. I'm only sorry that we are plucking her from one of our board members' divisions um, where she has served uh, uh, with distinction as the budget manager. Um, Shima is with us here today, um, and I'd like to invite Shima up to say a word or two before your consideration. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, members of the TJPA board. I am truly honored to stand before you today seeking your approval for my appointment as TJPA's chief financial officer. I'm very excited about joining the team during this special, you know, pivotal time when TJPA embarks on delivering the portal, this transformative project for our region. I am committed to upholding the highest standards of financial integrity, delivering accurate and reliable data, and providing insightful recommendations for, to facilitate informed decision making. And I'm very excited and looking forward to work with you, esteemed members of the board, through executive director and chief of staff to navigate challenges and deliver on TJPA's mission. I thank you for considering my approval of my appointment. Great, thank you. Colleagues, other than the obvious, the enthusiasm <laughs> and joy. <laughs> Director Tumlin, did you have? Uh, so I can certainly confirm um, all of the lovely qualities that uh, Executive Director Vanderwater described uh, with Shima, um, and in addition can offer, um, Shima uh, works with the highest level of integrity. Um, including uh, directly challenging um, everyone in any organization in order to make sure that she is confident um, that you've gotten the numbers all right. Um, I have obviously deeply mixed feelings about losing <laughs> Shima, uh, particularly during uh, budget season, but um, there is also no greater pleasure in public service than seeing one's best staff thrive. So um, I offer my congratulations and wholehearted support for Shima to join uh, you all as CFO. Thank you, Dr Director Tomlin. Thank you for your graciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have mixed motivations. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, is there a motion to uh, approve the appointment of Shima, Shima Mirzai to the position of, Ch oh, no, public comment. What yes, what there we go. Um, we'll check the room for public comment. Seeing none and, and checking online. No public comment. All right. Public comment is closed. Um, now, is there a motion to uh, approve item nine? So moved. Moved by Syed. Is there a second? Second. Seconded by Forbes. Madam Secretary, please call the roll. All righty. First and a second, Director Forbes. Aye. Forbes, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Syed. Aye. Syed, aye. Director Tumlin? Aye. Tumlin, aye. And Vice Chair Mandelman? Aye. Vice Chair Mandelman, aye as well. Uh, item 9, appointing of Shima Mirzai as the TGP CFO is approved. Welcome. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations and welcome. Madam Secretary, let's go to the next item. Thank you. Okay, we'll move into item 10, is approving the fiscal year 2025 preliminary operating projection in the amount of $28,075,000. And Mary Pryor of NWC Partners, uh, TJPA's financial longtime financial consultant, will uh, present the item. Good morning, directors. Um, I do have a presentation, so just a moment. So I'm here to present the fiscal year 24-25 preliminary operating budget projection for your approval. 
Just an overview of the calendar. In September, we present a preliminary operating budget projection to the primary tenants, so that's AC Transit and SFMTA. And today, we're going to uh, review the projection for your approval to help facilitate the budgeting process for AC Transit and SFMTA. And the next several months, we'll be developing um, the operating debt service and capital budgets. In April, there will be an information item on the budget outlook. A draft budget will be presented in May with a <coughs> final budget presented in June. So this operating projection is for $28,075,000, um, which is an increase of about 2% compared with the current fiscal year's budget, but a bit less than was um, presented to the transit agency partners in September. The retail and advertising revenue projections are conservative, and they're based on current conditions with a projected uptick in activity um, in calendar year 2025. The RM3 contributions include an increase based on the additional $1 toll that will take effect on uh, January 1st, 2025. And also of note, fiscal year 25 is the last year of the supplemental RM2 funding. I would expect that TJPA will ask for an extension um, as the general fund revenues are still recovering from the pandemic. The contributions from AC Transit and SFMTA are about 4% less than the current year based on several factors. That includes the RM3 funds increasing from the bridge toll um, and cost reductions in streamlining activities with negotiations with the contractors. So this slide shows the um, revenues that are in the projection and significant changes from the current year um, include RM3, which I discussed, uh, lease and use payments for AC Transit and SFMTA dropping by about 4%, um, and adjustments to the advertising revenue to reflect the current projections that are due to market conditions. On the expense side, these significant changes from the current year budget include cost reductions from streamlining, streamlining activities and staffing and that includes the asset management fee and administration, janitorial services, and utilities. And those reductions help offset um, an increase in insurance and general inflation. Um, we're projecting a 14% increase in insurance, um, which is a fairly conservative estimate, but that is the trend for insurance. Um, for the park, uh, the expenses continue to be shared with the East Cut Community Benefits District under the MOU. And on operating reserves, at the end of the current fiscal year, we do expect to have met the 25% reserve, um, the level that's set by board policy. And that's primarily thanks to the receipt of the RM3 funds that had been held um, pending the outcome of the RM3 lawsuit. And we do expect that in fiscal year 25, we'll be able to maintain that 25% reserve. A few further considerations. Um, during the budget development process, staff will continue to seek ways to reduce the operator contributions. There may be further refinements to the revenues, particularly related to bridge tolls, as that's a percentage of the bridge tolls that are collected, so that'll depend on traffic volumes. Um, and retail and advertising revenues may fluctuate based on market conditions. And we will be continuing to um, 
streamline, find streamlining opportunities um, and continuing to negotiate with the contractors. So that's the presentation. If you have any questions, I'm happy to answer. Colleagues? Yes. Director Forbes. Thank you. Um, I have a question about the park expenses. They actually looked high to me relative to parks we manage at the port. I just wanted to get a sense of where we've been and where we are. I, I know we have to provide a great public ass, uh, space, so I understand that, but if you could comment, please, on the park expenses. I might ask Ari yeah. step in on that. Thank you. Mary, uh, and, and welcome. Thank you. Uh, good to see you. Uh, for our park, I think the primary difference would be the free program then, free programming that we put on um, as being the, the primary driver of that. And then we have a, a great team that manages those programs as well. So there's the, the programs and then the management of it. I think that'd probably be the main the difference. reason. Yeah. Director Syed? Um, what, how many years is the naming rights agreement? It mentions we're in year seven. 25, and we're five years in. It's a 25-year agreement. Okay. Like my colleagues are ready for us to go to public comment. All righty. Checking Thank the room you. for public comment. We have Mr. Patrick. I am Jim Patrick, Patrick and Company. I noticed that 21% uh, of the budget is devoted to uh, security. That's almost $8 million. That's $22,000 a day if you divide that number by 365. That's very, very expensive. I think the security is fantastic. I think it's over the top. It may be a little bit over the top, way over the top. How can we save some money there? I believe there are four 10B officers assigned. They are very, very, very expensive that the city plays out. I think we can get by with two. There's the savings. I like to see that savings put in cheaper rent for the uh, potential uh, tenants to occupy the spaces. That's more, if you get, get the spaces occupied, there may be more security, but marginally so, there is really more activity and that's much more important. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Patrick. Any other members in the room wishing to comment? Seeing none, we'll check online. Seeing no members online, wishing okay. to comment. Public comment is closed. I'd like to move the item. Moved by Lipkin. Is there a second? Second. Tumlin. Seconded by Tumlin. Uh, Madam Secretary, please call the roll. Thank you. We'll go ahead and uh, with that, uh, Director Forbes. Aye. Forbes, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Syed. Aye. Sayeda, Director Tumlin? Aye. Tumlin, aye. And Vice Chair Mandelman? Aye. Mandelman, aye as well. Item 10 is approved. Directors, that does conclude your business for today. Well, then we are adjourned.